Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code RTFP to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a teaching tutorial Thursday with the voice of the Raiders, Jason Horowitz, teaching a class on how he got the job and how excited he is for tonight's debut as he will be the voice of the Raiders as they take on the Jacksonville Jaguars in the Pro Football Hall of Fame game. I am incredibly excited for Jason. Can't wait for you guys to hear my conversation with him. Should be absolutely awesome. Couldn't be happier for him. Couldn't be happier for all of us because we are presented by DraftKings. Thank goodness for those guys. Hopefully all of you that bet on anything, do it via the DraftKings Sportsbook app because those guys are the ones, along with you, that really make this show go. Those guys and the winners. Those of you that go the extra mile. I want winners. I want people that want to win. I want people like Scott Stewart, the spread the word winner via social media this week. Congratulations, Scott. Let me know whether you want a signed press pass, picture, whatever. Also, Eli Sheeran, the sponsor confirmation email winner via getting an order at Buck Mason. I love it. Buck Mason. Well done, Eli. And then the YouTube shout out is John Rogers, who loved Joe Dolan's Tears of Dolan. He he commented on the wide receiver Tears of Dolan this week. So, John, let me know who you want the the YouTube video shout out for. Love those of you that check us out at youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. And then, of course, Eli, Scott, you know what to do. Email me, Ross, at RossTucker.com. Let me know exactly whether you want to press pass, sign picture, sign card. Totally up to you. Can't wait to get some more winners next week. Can't wait for you guys to hear me talk to Jason Horowitz. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. So excited now to be joined for the first time by the voice of the Raiders, Jason Horowitz. 
Uh, my good time, uh, long time buddy, partner for CBS. I'm sad. We'll get into that. Uh, but Jason Horowitz recently announced as the voice of the Raiders. Obviously, we've got the game coming up, the Hall of Fame game with the Jaguars, where he will make his debut. Thanks so much for coming on the show, man. Really appreciate it. Oh, dude, anything for you. You know you're my. You know you're one of my all-time favorites. Dude, you're almost about to say your favorite. Like that was really close to me being favorite. <laughs> I that was a good sure. good move <laughs> by you to, to couch it a little bit. I wasn't sure if I was going to upset the future colleagues, so including my current new one. Uh, so I wanted to make sure one of was the uh, <laughs> was the big part. That's the right way to do it. That's the right way to do it. <laughs> Check Jason out, by the way, uh, on social media at Horowitz Jason, H O R O W I T Z, especially Raiders fans, but really everybody. So I want to start with that, man. Is that the first time you've been on a show and someone's introduced you as the voice of the Raiders? And how does that feel? So uh, right after the press release went out uh, last week, I, uh, I went on Raider Nation Radio um, in, in, in Vegas and across, you know, wherever. And, and, and that was the first time. And it really was, it's, I mean, it's all surreal, dude. The, the, the Raiders, obviously the history, the tradition, the whole thing about this unbelievable franchise. But the reality of the voices of the Raiders, there have only been a few. And they're legendary. Like Bill King, Hall of Famer, Greg Papa, everybody loved him. I'm following in the footsteps of Brent Musburger. Are you kidding me? Joel Myers did a few years. He's been around for, you know, 40 years calling games. He's awesome. It's just, it's a surreal experience. It really has been. Um, and, and I'm honored. I, the, the fact that they, they chose me to follow in those footsteps, it, it really is amazing. How did it happen? How did it go down? I didn't even know. <laughs> That, you know, you applied or you were in the running. You know, I think all of my listeners or people watching on YouTube would just be fascinated to hear, you know, how do you become the voice of an NFL team? Yeah, I, I don't know all the behind the scenes details of how everything started from the beginning on their end. Um, but, you know, they, they called and asked me about my interest. And um, <laughs> my first response was, wait, is this really the Raiders? <laughs> like, that, that was my first response. And I was, I was ecstatic. I mean, Russ, you grew up wanting to play and be an NFL player and you lived out that dream. Me as a kid, I mean, I was, you know, a fifth grader weighing 130 pounds. So I guess that that moment there was a real thought that maybe I could be an offensive lineman. <laughs> but after that, you know, I'm still only 160 pounds now. So I mean, my entire dream as a kid was to be the voice of a team. And, and I used to annoy the heck out of my brother. I mean, he, I'd call all of our video games and he'd leave every single time. And then when we were playing basketball on the driveway, I would do play by play. And he, like, he hated me for it. But it's like, it's everything I envisioned as a kid. Um, and now it's coming true. And, and I just, I, I can't thank, you know, Mark Davis enough and, and, and the folks at the Raiders and uh, for, for giving me this opportunity and, and believing that I can do it. It's so awesome, man. Um, have you ever done a Raiders game? Have you been to the to the Death Star? What's your experience, if any, with the Raiders? I've been to Allegiant Stadium because we were there for the draft, and we were in Vegas for the draft on Sirius XM, and, and I've hosted the draft for 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 a decade now with uh, with Sirius XM NFL Radio. So we were in Vegas for four days. The stadium is amazing. 
I mean, you've done it. You've done a game there, right? I think you you and I last year, we did the FCS championship. North Dakota State won yet another title. And then I think you flew to Vegas to do week 18, didn't you? I did, game? and it was and it, it was one of the best games I've ever done. It was the, you know. The, and that's uh, who they the, opened with. That's week one this year, but it's in Los Angeles. Yeah, it was the Raiders-Chargers game. It was incredible. Also, Jay, this is important. They have, first of all, the booths are amazing. But they have unbelievable press box food there. Like their desserts, their everything. Like you hit the lottery from a from a team standpoint from the press box food, man. I uh, I'm, I'm glad that import, that level of importance hasn't changed for you over the years. I know that's like your big thing. Um, you know me. What do I normally eat before a game? We've called lots of games together. What do I go for? Water like a and a hot pretzel. Bar. <laughs> What's that? Water and like a hot pretzel. Like yeah. <laughs> maybe I'll settle in a little bit and I'll be like, oh, this is amazing. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I, can't, I dude, I can't wait. I mean, the, 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 I can't, the, their first home game, non preseason home game, Kyler Murray and the Cardinals come in week two. Um, I can't wait to be in that environment. I, I just, I mean, I was picturing it last night, just laying in bed. It's just, what an awesome place. Really is. It's going to be amazing. What has been the reaction so far um, and the feedback you've gotten, the welcoming from Raider Nation? Because they, they are, without any question, a top five fan base in the NFL. Yeah, I, I'd say they're a top five fan base in sports. Not not just the NFL, but like in all of sports. It's been great. You know, I they've you know, there's a lot of Raider fans who who have their the voices that they grew up with and they stick out to them. There are a lot of Raider fans who have been all in and super excited. Uh, there have been a lot of Raider fans who looked at the picture with the glasses and be like, uh, are those real? <laughs> uh, but, but I think they're all excited to get to know me. And, and I think, I mean, you know, dude, I, there is nothing but real energy that I bring to games and, and broadcasts and, and excitement and exuberance and like all that stuff's me. That's not fake. That's it's And, and as long as that's what I, I bring to Raider nation, I, I think we're going to get along great. I really do. And I can't wait to get to meet them. They're going to love you. They're going to love it. And that is what I'm going to miss. You know, there aren't a lot of play by play guys. And maybe it's because you're still young or I'm still relatively young, whatever that means. But there aren't a lot of play-by-play guys that bring that that juice that you do that really have sort of that youthful, giddy enthusiasm that I think makes me unique. And people talk about it when they uh, discuss me all the time. You've known me long enough. That's just how I am. That that and yeah. by the way, that's how I am in every aspect of life, like food and beer and beer. For, like you know, I. I don't know. That's just how I am. I don't know how else to describe it, but that's how you are. Like yeah. there were times where maybe I wasn't at a 10, but you were, you know, we're, we're doing the Mac game and it's freezing on a Tuesday night and you're like shaking me and you're pumped up. And uh, it's just rare to have a play by play guy that matches my uh, youthful exuberance, I guess yeah. I'll, I'll call it. And so, um, I'm gonna to miss those hats here, but that's that's what I'll miss from you. I'm gonna miss those hats. We we you and I spent a Tuesday night in Bowling Green, and and to your point about how cold it was, 
like there was a good amount of people there, but they were there because the giveaway was those hats from grumpy old men. What are those things called with the floppy ears? Those winter hats with the floppy oh, ears? I never remember. I, I know what you're talking about, but Dude, I never my remember. Not, my eight-year-old, soon-to-be nine-year-old daughter wore that bowling green hat to school for a month. She She's like, it's mine. <laughs> it, it was... So first of all, I have full faith that you and I are going to call games somewhere along the line, somewhere down the road together again. I have no doubt that that's going to happen again sooner rather than later. Um, but like that's it's 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 everything, you know, all these things are all the things we always wanted to do, you know, like be around games, the lights are on, like these kids are well in college, these kids are living out their dream in the pros, these guys are you know, this is their career. This is their passion. This is what you wanted to work your entire life to get to do. Um, it deserves that energy. And and it's no different than when I was an 11 year old playing Madden and how excited I was. It's awesome. Um, what, what's the difference in your mind between being the voice of a team versus the other stuff you've done? You've done a lot of national work for CBS and Westwood yeah. one, whether it's football or basketball, but it's, to my knowledge, correct me if I'm wrong, it's always been a national broadcast. This is different in the sense that you are now a team broadcaster. I have some experience with this doing the Eagles preseason telecasts, and it is different because you are talking to the team's fans. You are talking to a specific audience. Do you have any experience with that? Yeah. How much have you thought about that, and how is it different in your mind? So. Uh, a couple of years after I graduated and I was working at MSG in New York City, I was doing the New York Liberty um, for a couple of seasons. And, you know, that that's a team that's, you know, to that local fan base. And they made a couple of playoff runs. So, you know, getting to know the players, you know, being around the team, practices, all that stuff. Oh, it's it's totally different. Um, the the who you're talking to, the, you I think the difference is like when we're doing a national game, whether it's 50-50 in coverage or, you know, a, a game on Big Ten Network where you're still serving a Big Ten audience, um, the difference is the game is just the game and you're talking down the line, whatever happens. In this situation, the game is still the game and whatever is going to happen, you're bringing that to the fan base and it has to be that way. But the people listening to the Raiders broadcast are listening to the Raiders broadcast because they're fans of the Raiders. So, like, the the – I would think and feel, and, and as, as the season goes along, I'm gonna we'll see how this goes. But like the energy and the ups and the downs go with the ups and the downs of that one team um, and, and that particular fan base. I, but I would, you know, from your perspective of doing Eagles, you know, preseason and all that stuff, the the, the storylines of that are different because it's so much more about like what's going to happen this season. You know, who are these players? Are they going to make the roster? Is that play in the third quarter by the guy who's right on the cut line and not like it's a little bit different. But I think the idea is the same. It's all about investing in that particular team and their particular storyline. And what's so cool, one of the things that's so cool about this opportunity for you is the Raiders are good. I mean, they yeah. just made the playoffs. They bring in Josh McDaniels. They bring in Devontae Adams. I mean, you're not going to some team that is is terrible or rebuilding. You're going to a team that, you know they were they they drove the field against the Bengals on the last drive of the game. They could have beat the Bengals, the team that yeah. went to the Super Bowl, and they're in arguably the best division in football. 
It's going to be awesome, dude. <laughs> oh, by the way, Chandler Jones, who has the most sacks in the NFL the last nine years on the on the defensive side of the ball, right, with Max Crosby on the other side. You know, so, so yeah, there's question marks, sure. Like, we start this game tomorrow against Jacksonville, and there's a lot of question marks. The offensive line has some things to prove, and they're trying to settle that out. The, the secondary is really young, and, and they're getting that all. But there is, like, legit excitement, right? It's been – it's been a long time for the Raiders, right? We've gone through, what, probably two decades now where it's been hoping to get to the playoffs, but was it realistic? I don't know. Now it's like not only is it realistic, but it's also like expectation, and it's also realistic that this this could be a Super Bowl team. Um, so there's all the excitement around this team. It's legit. It's real. They feel it. They're excited, and, and it's going to be awesome. It is going to be awesome. I'm pumped for you. Um by the way, the last thing I'll, I'll say to you, if you think I'm big or you thought I was big, I can't wait till you see. Have, you haven't met Lincoln Kennedy yet, have you? This afternoon, so later today. Yeah, in person for the first time later today. Yeah. Right, right, right. I mean, he's big, big. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm still a fairly big dude. Lincoln is big, big, Jay. So it's funny because... Uh, last week, I got to meet some of my radio show partners in person for the first time. We've been doing Zooms for three and four years. And, like, these guys are more your size. You know, uh, Ben Hartsock, Anthony Aaron, that 6'4", 270, 280 range. You know, you're kind of in that range, 6'4", 6'5", 270, 280. And, like, I pale in compare. Remember they asked me if I wanted to stand on a on a stool? And I'm like – why would I do that? Nobody, nobody thinks I played football. Like, why would I pretend it? This is radio, so no one needs to worry about that. But I think with Lincoln, I might need, might have needed to. <laughs> yeah, he's a big dude. Check him out on Twitter. That's the key, especially you uh, Raiders fans out there. I know there's a lot of you. At Horowitz, Jason, the voice of the Raiders. What a cool team, man. I mean, the best uniform for my money in sports, period. There's such a cool vibe when you go to the stadium out there for games. It's incredible. Couldn't be happier for you. Hopefully, I get to call a Raiders game or two nationally this year and run into you because I am going to very, really miss you on the Army games on CBS. Congratulations again. Thank you so much for coming on the show. You're getting a big bear hug the first time I see you, bud. It's like eight seconds. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Thanks, man. Talk to you soon, Rock. Just the enthusiasm, the excitement. That that was awesome. That that was exactly what I was hoping it was. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed that. A little something different, but I'm hoping you can all kind of put yourselves in his shoes and what that's like to be working for an opportunity like that. And get it. And I know there's a bunch of Raiders fans there too. Uh, but that enthusiasm is exactly what you get when you start taking athletic greens like I did. And I'll be honest with you guys. I started taking athletic greens because I heard so many people I like and respect, like Andrew Brandt, were taking it. And I don't eat enough vegetables. So I thought, okay, why not? Absorb something that has 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. Why not? I mean, might as well, right? Everyone, I think a lot of people take a multivitamin. This is way better 
in my opinion, than your standard multivitamin because it's ingredients that your body will actually absorb. And it's less than $3 a day. And it's lifestyle friendly. So if you're keto, paleo, vegan, whatever you're into, it works. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Ross. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash Ross to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Takes. Hey, Ross, good morning. Let's start with the NFL filing their appeal in the Deshaun Watson case. Roger Goodell now has two days to decide who's going to hear the appeal as both the NFL and NFLPA are going to submit new briefs, but no new evidence. Right. So this is the process, Bri. Um, I think most people anticipated the NFL would appeal, and that's what they did. I think I probably said this yesterday, but I don't think it's fair for me to say that the NFL, the new CBA process is a negative for the NFL PA or that it backfired. But I will say this before Roger Goodell had to make a decision and that decision could be criticized. Now this independent arbitrator makes a decision in this case, Sue Robinson, and then Goodell gets to take the pulse, the temperature of the quarter public opinion, and then he gets to align with that if he so desires. He gets to almost, I don't want to say be the hero, that's too strong of a word, but he almost has access to the results now before he makes his decision, whereas before he was subject to a lot of criticism. So it's just very interesting that it feels like the process now almost is better for the NFL than it was before when it was Goodell just making the decision and then hearing the appeal because then it was like, Oh, he, you know, he just does what he wants and blah, blah, blah. And well, now it's like he got to take the temperature. Most people think six games is too light. It'll end up being more than six games. The NFL Uh, is supposedly seeking an indefinite suspension of at least a year. What I am thinking and seeing and hearing is I've seen multiple NFL writers mention that there's still time for a settlement, which tells me the NFL is concerned that Deshaun Watson, the NFLPA, will file a lawsuit and this thing will drag out. And that they don't actually need him to be suspended for a year. They just want it to be more than six games. But they want to get it open and shut. 
right? They want to shut the case and not have it drag on. So that it's going to be interesting. I feel like my spidey sense is that there's a decent chance there will be some type of settlement here. And I maybe that's 10 games. I don't know. But it certainly feels like that's what's going on right now. Because otherwise, why would the NFL have a couple of reporters even put it out there that there's still time for settlement talks? They don't need to settle. They can just hand out whatever suspension they want now. Ducks takes. Moving on to some other news, let's go to Arizona. Cardinals wide receiver Hollywood Marquis Brown being charged with criminal speeding. And Cowboys sign linebacker Anthony Barr. Ravens ink second round pick defensive end David Ojabo. I'll go in reverse order, Bri. Ojabo is the last rookie to sign his contract. And that's because he's not expected to play this year after tearing his Achilles at his pro day. So the Ravens really weren't in any hurry there. And, you know, certainly they didn't feel like, oh, we got to get this done because he's not supposed to play anyway. The Cowboys signing Anthony Barr is really interesting because the Cowboys already have several linebackers like Van Der Esch and Micah Parsons. This makes me wonder if Micah Parsons is going to rush off the edge more than we realize. If Micah Parsons is going to play more defensive end than we realize so that Barr can play off the ball linebacker and fill in for him when Parsons is playing the end. That was my initial thought. As for Hollywood Brown, hasn't been great for him, right? I think he started camp on the PUP list. He wants a new contract. Now this happens. There's just a lot of negativity coming from the Arizona Cardinals. You know, is a guy speeding that big of a deal? I don't know. Although I think he was actually arrested because he was going that fast. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say it's a huge deal, but it just feels like the only things you hear from Arizona from Cardinals camp are negative. Ducks takes. Two other notes include Saints rookie left tackle Trevor Penning getting kicked out of practice this after being involved in a fight three straight days. And we actually have a football game tonight. You discussed it with Jason. The Raiders, Jaguars in Canton, Ohio for the Hall of Fame game. Right. So uh, two thoughts. One is, you know, I saw somebody tweeted that Trevor Penning got kicked out of practice yesterday after starting fights three straight days. And I replied, I think it was Dov Kleeman. I don't know how to say his name. D-O-V-K-L-E-I-M-A-N. Um, and what I said was, you know, in my opinion, he wasn't starting fights. He was finishing plays. And the defensive guys didn't like that. But who cares? That's his job is to finish the play till the whistle blows. And I love it. I love that he plays that way. That's how I played. That's how I think football is fun as an offensive lineman. I think that's the right way to play. And I didn't see him throwing punches to start. I never saw him throw the first punch. It was the other guy in the instances I saw that threw the first punch, not Trevor Penning. He's just finishing a play the way he was taught. And that's how I played and – that's why I got in a lot of fights because defensive guys don't like that. But that's not my – look, if you're getting in a fight 
let's put it this way. That guy didn't make the tackle, right? I mean, if he's fighting you, he certainly didn't make the play. So you're doing your job. As for tonight, I love it. I just love seeing NFL uniforms back on the field. And it means we have football every week until February, which is amazing. Love the Raiders uniforms. Can't wait to see them tonight. And I don't I, I think I mentioned this a couple weeks ago, but uh, not only am I filling in for Jim Rome in New York today, but I'm driving back to Pennsylvania. So I'm filling in for Jim Rome, by the way, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern time today. Uh, that's CBS Sports Radio and CBS Sports Network. I would love, absolutely love, if as many of you as possible called in. You know, this podcast is not a call-in show. I would love if any of you got the opportunity to call on the Jim Rome show today and talk to me and ask me a question or comment on something. That'd be amazing. And if you can't do that, hit me up on social media at Ross Tucker NFL. That would really be cool. I I would really appreciate it if you guys engage with the show today. That'd be amazing. But then I'm driving tomorrow morning right and early to Canton, Ohio, because I'm filling in for Jim Rome from the Hall of Fame, uh, from the stadium tomorrow which should really be fun as well. So hopefully you guys can check that show out and engage. So it should be a, should be a heck of a weekend for me and my wife. You know, it's probably a once-in-a-lifetime thing. I don't know anybody else will ever invite me to their Hall of Fame enshrinement. So really looking forward to soaking it in and experiencing it, experiencing it and seeing what it's like to, to be a part of something, something unique like that. Can't wait to tell you guys all about it Monday. Or I think we actually might even do the show Sunday night. I'll be so eager to tell you guys about my weekend at the Hall of Fame. Shout-outs to Pizza Boy Brewing, Sportaculture, HumanHeadNYC.com, SteakhouseSports.com, Go-Bangles.com, and Evergreen Economics. Plenty of other good shows I would love if you guys would check out over the next couple days. The College Draft, Even Money, Fantasy Feast. They're all football-related. I'm on all of them. And you can also check out your boy. Noon to three, the next two days, CBS Sports Network Television, CBS Sports Radio. Hope a bunch of you guys do support your boy. Other than that, I think we're done here. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feasts, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.